We're literally going to commodify the air we breathe. Photosynthesis is included in this. Yeah, I used to make this joke. I remember as a kid when, you know, like the bottled water became really popular and like I, I think Nestle was buying up mm -hmm. all this bottled water, you know, rights. And and I remember I was like, so next they're going to, you know, commodify the air. They're going to put regulations on the air we breathe and they're going to charge us for it or they're going right. to make it you know, un unbreathable. Well, and, and, uh, and here we are, they're literally doing this. It's, it's, so, it's, it's like a farce, except it's real, it's happening. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. InfoWars.com forward slash go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Very happy to welcome my guest, Courtney Turner. She's the host of the Courtney Turner podcast, which can be found at CourtneyTurner.com and on Rumble at Courtney Turner, one word. She's with us today to talk about the SEC's proposed rule, rule change for natural asset companies, which threatens property rights of rural landowners, farmers, and ranchers in America. You can follow Courtney on X, x.com slash uh, Courtney Turner on Rumble and, of course, CourtneyTurner.com. Thank you so much for joining us here, Courtney, for this uh, real urgent call to action. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's super urgent there. Uh, they extended the comments on the ruling to Thursday. So so that's the, yeah. the call to action is we need our audience to spread the word and to actually go and make comments on this in opposition to the rule change. Tell us about the rule change and, and what uh, is involved in all of this. Okay, so they are presenting a new class of companies up on the New York Stock Exchange. And this is a total conflict of interest because New York Stock Exchange is double dipping here. They are actually a partner in this whole uh, NACS or NAC, which stands for Natural Asset Companies. And what they're doing is they're literally trying to commodify natural resources. So things like the air we breathe, you know, the the land, uh, minerals, so uh, oils and uh, lithium, all sorts of mineral extraction are going to be a part of this. Um, so there's uh, water is included in this. This is really pretty terrifying. And they have, it was the Intrinsic Exchange uh, Group who has uh, partnered with the New York Stock Exchange. And the Intrinsic Exchange Group is uh, backed by people like the IBD, IBD Lab, Abadir Ventures, who is a, they're a venture capital company, but they're very involved mostly in like healthcare technology, which I don't think is a coincidence. I think that that is very uh, integral to what's going on here. And then entertaining ideas who I couldn't find anything about. And uh, then of course, one of their primary backers is the Rockefeller Foundation. And then some of their sub uh, backers are people like the Wildlife, uh, organization, which is, of course, the brainchild of Julian Huxley, uh, you know, one of the forerunners of UNESCO, who is, uh, he was coined the term transhumanism, and he's uh, famous for his, you know, quote, uh, based, I, I'm going to paraphrase it, but essentially, you know, the Malthusian principle that we have mm -hmm. limited resources and therefore we need to depopulate the planet. And uh, yeah, so though that's very much in line with what's going on here. And as usual with these, uh, you know, kind of masters of Fabian principles, they're masters of incrementalism. So they've been building this for literally decades. 
and now they're ready to put the lid on it or pull the trigger, so to speak. They have created a whole new accounting system because the GAAP, generally accepted accounting principles, do not apply here because typically uh, things that have value are like products that you create, things that you can sell, things that have some sort of tangible value, not things like photosynthesis. Yes, photosynthesis is actually included in this. Um, so they've created a whole new system, and it's based on the UN's SEEA Ecosystem Accounting. SEEA stands for Systems of Economic uh, Environmental Accounting, Ecosystem Accounting, and is essentially voodoo, voodoo economics. I don't know how else to word it. It's They've really just like made up nonsense in order to create a value on these natural resources. And that was done by the UN back in uh, 2012. They did a whole document on that. They had 90 countries who had signed on to this uh, NAC natural asset companies back then. And uh, of course they kept saying, you know, the United States hasn't signed on yet, you know, but the, they will, they were, they were really encouraging the United States to get on board. So back in January of last year, 2023, the Biden administration implemented something called National Strategy to Develop Statistics for Environmental Economic Decisions. It's a U.S. system of natural capital accounting and associated environmental economic statistics. And this was done by the Office of Science and Technology Policy, Office of Management and Budget Department of Commerce. And this is just basically the United States version of the UN SEEA ecosystem accounting. And then they also put uh, natural resources up on the balance sheet. Uh, so they're going to try and leverage our natural resources towards the debt. And they uh, started something, I think it was about six days after the Biden administration got into office. They started uh, this project. It, because this whole thing is part of the 30 by 30 agenda where by 2030, they want 30% uh, of the land to be completely prohibited, essentially for human use. So there can be no productivity on it. They're doing this under the name of what they call conservation, um, but it essentially means that there can be no uh, normal human inhabitation on that land. And that didn't go over so well. They actually changed the name to America the Beautiful. And this is part of the Biden administration's 15 year green economy uh, plan. And this America the Beautiful is just a cover. It's, you know, a euphemism for this 30 by 30 agenda. And if you've seen these maps, I, I know a lot of people saw it in 2020. It was kind of circulating. But that's what this map is about, this 20 Agenda 21 uh, map. And when you look at the green on this map, it's like almost no human inhabitation. And that is really just a stepping stone so they can get to what is called the Half Earth Agenda, uh, and that is based on this book that was done by E.O. Wilson. Uh, he's a biologist. Yeah, so if you look at this map, you can see the green is where they call it normal use uh, zones, and it is almost non-existent. It is a very, very small portion of the land. And uh, so, yeah, so E.O. Wilson did this half Earth, and that is just what it sounds like. Half of the Earth can be inhabited by humans. And... Uh, yeah, so there's a whole lot that is terrifying about this. Uh, I guess the other point I should make that is really, really important for people to understand, this is not just applicable to federal lands. This, this applies to private property as well. They can actually take management under what they call ecosystem management uh, of private property without 
not only not without your permission, but you might not even know about it. Mm. Um, and this is done through things like conservation easements, which there's a huge push for. And I think that, you know, back in 1980, when they did the Conservation Act, uh, I believe it's 1980 or 1982, uh, really paved the way for this. They've been working on this for so long. Uh, back in 1992, Pelosi did a bill at the Health Earth Summit uh, that was part of this agenda. So I don't know, I could go on, but I don't know if you have well, you want to address. No, no, the, I, I'm I'm glad you're you're informing me of so much stuff. I mean, you you have a lot of information there at your disposal, and I I'm just still trying to sort of wrap my mind around what exactly uh, they're gonna be trading. I mean, it, it sort of strikes me like ESG or something, where it's like, okay, so yes. you're 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 an investment company, and people are gonna invest in you. Where's the profit? I mean, what there? It's like it just doesn't right. make any sense on the face of it. So, so what is no, the what's the argument no here? No sense at all. This is why they had to create a whole new accounting system, voodoo economics. Um, so, what, basically, what they're going to do, you're right. This is ESG. Uh, this is the continuation of ESG, and the way that they're going to monetize this, and they're going to get very wealthy off of this, is they're going to do carbon offsets. Oh. So, essentially, typically, you know, things are valued based on production. This is the complete opposite. And this is, again, where it becomes so incredibly just so sinister and so sneaky and underhanded because now they put, let's say they put these natural asset companies up on the New York Stock Exchange. So it's a public company. People can invest in it. Not only, you know, Americans, but our foreign adversaries. So they can invest, let's just say, yeah, they're valuing it at five quadrillion. So they think they're going to get, they, you know, the, the what I call the parasite class, think they're going to get very, very wealthy off of this. And what they... Uh, what they can do is let's just take let's take someone like Saudi Arabia, for instance. They could invest in natural asset companies that are uh, in Texas, where there's very oil rich land. And now, mm. according to these uh, conservation ecosystem management policies, they can decide that there is no uh, drilling allowed on that land because it violates, you know, the ecosystem management of the NACs, the natural asset companies. But here's where it gets so incredibly sinister. Of course, that would just, that that in itself is already just horrifying, right. but we can take a step further. What they can do is they can then delist the natural asset company and now they can start drilling and they have ownership and they have rights to it. Wow. So they, China could do this, you know, for a lithium rich uh, mining land. Um, you know, these are just some examples but yeah, they're planning to monetize through carbon offsets. So you would get like a, a carbon credit, a carbon offset uh, through these natural asset companies. It's part of like the degrowth agenda, which is just, you know, uh, it, I mean, it's communism. It's just uh, devaluing and de they're decreasing any productivity on the land. So, man, that, yeah, that's crazy. This is from uh, Epoch Times. It says, Wall Street Journal has found a new way to fight global warming and turn a profit in the pro in the process. As if this will do anything to fight global warming. I mean, it's just uh, utterly ridiculous on the face of it. But they say, the New York Stock Exchange, together with an organization called the Ex Intrinsic Exchange Group, have proposed yeah. setting up a new type of company called a natural asset company, which would pool investors' money from around the world to buy the rights to land in the United States with the goal of restricting its use to sustainable endeavors. And of course, I, I mean, obviously oil and, and mining uh, would be prohibited, but 
we know that yeah. they they think that uh, you know farming cows is uh, yeah. unsustainable. They would say that having any farmland at all is unsustainable. So, and on top of that, it's about right. uh, turning into com- uh, commodities, natural resources. It's monetizing and commodifying the world, yep. essentially. They're literally going to commodify the air we breathe. Photosynthesis is included in this. Yeah, I used to make this joke. I remember as a kid when, you know, like the bottled water became really popular. And like, I, I think Nestle was buying up all mm-hmm. this bottled water, you know, rights. And and I remember I was like, so next they're going to, you know, commodify the air. They're going to put regulations on the air we breathe and they're going to charge us for it or they're going right. to make it you know, un- unbreathable. Well, and, and, uh, and here we are, they're literally doing this. It's, 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 it's like a farce, except it's real. It's happening. And of course, um, oh my God. I mean, there's so many ways to go with this, but I mean, even just last week, yeah. there were stories saying that uh, global warming is caused by the air that we breathe, right? They literally said that humans breathing is, you know, causing carbon dioxide or whatever, too much of it. So we have to get rid of humans because they breathe too much. So that's, that's not a joke. And then last time the World Economic Forum got together, they sort of took the mask off and said, you know, we didn't succeed at getting the whole world under our thumb through COVID. So next time we're going to go for the water. Everyone understands water, yep. right? So, I mean, literally they are grabbing up the resources we need to survive because they don't just want the people they don't just want all the people in a tightly controlled grid that they dictate who does what and when right. they want all natural resource i mean this is like satanic it's like you'd read something in the bible where it's like it's not just the humans it's the animals that are poisoned by this i mean it's the animals it's the trees they want everything codified uh, uh turned into a product that they control and uh and make money from i mean this is sick it's so sick. And there is one other point I really want to make because I've gotten some pushback on this. They so obviously this is going to really affect farmers. And they're they're saying they're using like they always use lots of nice buzzwords. So of course we see buzzwords like sustainable and mm-hmm. transforming. And you know, that's all there. And we we know what that's a signaling to. But they also are saying that. They will only use uh, regenerative farming on these uh, natural asset company lands. And, of course, that sounds lovely. However, there's a couple of problems with this. Any kind of commercial farming, uh, mass-scale farming, that's unfortunately just not really realistic for most of these farmers. And what's going to happen is they're going to be completely uh, priced out or regulated out and then that will, of course, turn the land over to these natural asset companies, and they will have com- complete domain and ownership of them. Um, the other big problem is that I think that the whole regenerative is just a code. It's just kind of, you know, sounds nice. But the reality is they don't want any production on their on these natural asset company lands. So I, I think they're going to say that you can't farm at all. And right. this is a great way to starve out the population. Um, so they're going to starve us of uh, air to breathe, water to drink, food to eat, um, and all the resources that we need, you know, for basic things like keeping warm and cool and, uh, you know, driving. And this is a great way for them to achieve their net zero goal. There are a couple of, I could read just the very seven, uh, the very quick, I mean, they did it much longer. It was like nine pages and people can go read that themselves, but just the seven uh, principles that go against uh, what the the SEC ruling that the American Stewards of Liberty did um, in their comment, because 
I know people might find it daunting to write their own comment, but I, I will also say that the comments do not need to be long. You can be one or two lines for this comment and that you can, even in your comment, they actually list all of the comments are public. So you can, in that listing uh, of your own comment, you could read them, find one that you really like. And then in yours, you can cut and paste and say, I, in my comment, as part of my comment, I adopt the position of. Okay. So, so some of the points, but, but, uh, yeah. just before you do the list, how can people yeah. respond to this? What website should you go to? How, how should they uh, okay. register opposition to so this? They can go to sec.gov. Um, and uh, let me just find the, the longer is sec-gov forward slash rules forward slash SRO forward slash SR dash NYSE dash 2023 dash 09. So that's the site. And yep, there it is. So submit a comment. Now, this is very important. Of course, they always play these games, don't they? Where you have to follow the rules exactly. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it won't count. So in your like uh, subject line, you have to say, uh, file no dot sr dash nyse dash 2023 dash 09 asking the sec not to allow NACs to be to all involved at the sec so you have to put that in the subject line in order for it to count uh, okay. so that, that is very important. We want, and the reason it is so important that we have the comments is because let's say they keep pushing this through. I, it looks like they really did try to sneak this through. Uh, it seems like so few people have even heard about it. Um, but unfortunately more people are starting to find out about it and they are pushing back. And that's part of why they extended the comments. They had initially only done a 21 day period and that was unheard of. It was unprecedented. Usually it's 30 to 90 days in some cases. And for something as big as this, 21 days is way too short. They tried to push this through like during the holidays when very few people were paying any attention. Um, So it does seem like there is some pushback and they're feeling it, which is great. (laughs) Uh, But after this, if it does go through, there will be another period where until February 2nd, there can be a rebuttal on the comments uh, and on the ruling. And then from there, they might, you know, if, if there's nothing done, they'll do a lawsuit. And the there are 25 attorney generals, state attorney generals, who got together and they put in a comment and they really made the legal case for why this is unlawful. So that's a great one to look at. And if they do a lawsuit, then the people who have made comments will have a, a position in the lawsuit. They will have standing. So that's part of why it is so important Very to make these and, comments. And we also, yeah, I just, I just went to uh, americansteward.us. That's the American yeah. Stewards of Liberty, and they have that article, State Attorneys General sends scathing letter opposing NACs, which is nice to see that the attorney generals are paying attention at least. Yeah. So 25 states, their attorney generals submitted this uh, letter. They say this is a major shift against against and strong condemnation of the New York Stock Exchange and intrinsic exchange group's attempt to create a nefarious investment vehicle, quote, designed to take land off the market and prohibit productive economic use, uh, stated Utah Attorney General Sean D. Reyes. So uh, at least they seem to be standing up against this, but you still have a few days. I guess the uh, time frame has been extended until January 18th, so you don't have long. So go today and register your opposition to this and give your support to those AGs who themselves are attempting uh, to stop this. And 
again, explain what the uh, what thirty thirty is, if you would. Uh, please, because this map is troubling, and sure. the Infowars audience probably knows this. Uh, I mean, this is the plan for globalists, right? Is that you won't yep. you won't own you won't own anything, right? You certainly won't own land. You won't be able to go anywhere you want. I mean, this ties into the fifteen-minute city concept. This ties into the fact that uh, cows in Ireland and Netherlands are being culled, as uh, and the German farmers now protesting in Germany against the attacks on their profession. I mean, these are all part of one movement, aren't they? They are all tied together. Yeah. So uh, part of the reason the comment period was extended was thanks to Marlo Oaks. He is the state treasurer of Utah. He got 22 other state treasurers together. They did a, a protest and they got the comment period extended. So this 30 by 30 agenda. Uh, so they had to, of course, figure out how they were going to value uh, because there is no value on things like air we breathe and photosynthesis. And so there was a, a it was Dieter Helm, I think back in 2016, he actually wrote a whole book on valuing uh, natural capital. And uh, yeah, so it's part of this 30 by 30 agenda, which is they are hoping that by 2030, they can get to where only 30% of land is inhabited by humans and can be used for you know, traditional human use, which uh, basically just means that we can be on it, we can farm, yeah, we can- life, existence, uh, have, you know. We can breathe air, yeah. <laughs> All these things. So they're they're want they want to get to that by 2030. But it's really important for people to understand that this is just a stepping stone. But their real goal is to get to the half Earth agenda. And of course, I don't think they'll stop there either, mm -hmm. um, because we're 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 the the useless eaters, right? We're we're the carbon that they want to reduce. And so they want to get to that agenda where it's uninhabitable for us. We cannot use that land. And this, in my opinion, is really part of this yes it's definitely part of the 17 uh, sustainable uh, development goals of the UN um and that's what they're doing under the guise of this what they call conservation uh but it's really all targeted towards this UN agenda and i do think that really where they're going with this is a part of as you mentioned the 15 minute city so i don't know how familiar people are with the UN centennial but they are trying to uh do you know the uh, anniversary of 100 years of the UN? So of course that would be 2045. They want to get to what they're calling an AI world society. Yeah. Uh, they've already had this symposium uh, about how they have to rebuild Ukraine, right? That Ukraine's been decimated by the war. We need to send all this money and rebuild Ukraine. And what they want to rebuild Ukraine into is an AI world society. So literally the hub of the metaverse, or as I kind of perceive it, a cyber Satan. Mm -hmm. um, that's what it looks like to me. But they want to connect this uh, hub the, of the AI world society to all of these other smart cities across the world. And they're doing this in partnership with the uh, the Boston Global Forum. Uh, Michael Dukakis, who is the former governor of Massachusetts, seems to be spearheading this, and they have a whole book already out on it. It, it is called "Remaking the World: The Age of Global Enlightenment." If that's a not not a nod to you know the whole New Age uh, movement, the Lucius Trust, if you will, uh, which started as Lucifer Publishing, and it is the. Tell you what, Cordy, we, we got it. We got to go to break. Can you stay with us for one more segment? Sure. Yeah. Because okay, I mean, this is this is the octopus with its tentacles wrapped around us, dragging us into the depths. Courtney Turner on X at Courtney Turner. Back, ladies and gentlemen, I asked my guest Courtney Turner to stay for an extra segment. So I really think what she's talking about is so important. I mean, it really is the 
superlative threat right now. And it's not that this one thing is going to, you know, if they pass this, it's over. This is the way it works, as Courtney pointed out. It's incrementalism. Each one of these steps brings us that much closer to prison planet. And this map that they have, this illustration for 30 by 30, uh, the 30 by 30 map, you can see here, and if the, the crew can bring it up, you can see the red are core reserves, corridors, little to no human use. So these are the places that are depopulated of humans. It's uh, all along every river. Uh, you know, the Mississippi is completely red. Everything's completely red. The yellow is buffer zones, highly regulated use. And then the green, they say normal use. And then pink is Indian reservations. Reservations is the right word to use here. These are human reservations. These are little islands of green where you won't be able to leave, you won't be able to travel between them without express permission, and the areas between these green zones uh, will be uh, prohibited for access. So this is all about control. And what it reminds me of, really, Courtney, is if you look at a map of the West Bank in Israel, not to bring the Middle East conflict into this, but this is what it struck sure. me as. Uh, if you look at the uh, the West Bank in Israel and you, you can see that the population of Palestine is divided up into these little islands where in between Israel yeah. controls them. Now, obviously, this isn't about, uh, they don't couch this under climate change. They aren't saying it's for the environment that they're doing this. It's about controlling the population. And it's the same tactic just in America. They're going to say it's for the environment and for conservation. But the reality is they want humans on essentially reservations. And that's, that's yes. what they want. Well, I think it's worth noting uh, that Gaza has been marked as a 15-minute city. Right, so exactly. I, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know that that's – it's not completely unrelated, I don't think, but – no, but, yeah. but you know, the the point is that whether they use conservation as an excuse or terrorism, yeah. as an excuse, it's about keeping people controlled to where you can't leave your neighborhood without permission and you can't uh, – expand, you know, whenever you want. You can't just go wherever you want and do whatever you want. Everything about your life has to be, has to, you have to be given permission for, essentially. And that means moving from one town to the other. And there's this other story from uh, Yahoo. Many cities across the United States could become ghost towns by 2100. And they say th nearly 30,000 cities in the United States will face some sort of population decline. And of course, this is by design. They don't want a whole bunch of little small towns. They want major cities where all of the human population is congested and gathered together so they can be controlled and surveilled and monitored and and uh, strictly controlled. I mean, it's all about control at the end of the day. So they're going to couch this in terms of conservation. But even the most far leftist tree-hugging hippie should be against this. I mean, isn't that something that, that we need to, to put out there? This isn't a right-wing thing. If you are an environmentalist no. of any sort, you should oppose this investment company from commodifying nature. That's something anybody who cares about the earth should be, they should be against no this proposal. Kidding. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And you're, you're absolutely right. This is all about surveillance and control. They will, they're going to take up all the control of all these natural resources, this rural land. And I think they really are particularly targeting the United States. And I think it's because the United States is so rich in natural resources. Mm -hmm. But of course, they want to push everybody, as you pointed out, into all the cities because the cities become a control grid. Um, and then we, they can, of course, also have a lot more control over depopulating and then controlling the people who are in there 
through these cities, which will become, you know, as I was talking about this AI world society, they're going to become the smart grids where I, I think their goals, I mean, this is not speculation. I, I'm not saying this will happen. I, I do think we have some power to push against it. I really right. hope so. That's why I'm trying to sound the alarm. Uh, but their goals are to put people on a UBI kind of a system that is marked by a caste system regulated by social credit, of course, by carbon credits. This is all part of that. And, you know, in the cities where they had these geofencing already marked out, it's going to be so much easier to do that. And then, of course, they can convince us we don't we have limited resources. Why? Because they've already regulated and controlled them and withheld them from everyone. And they're commodifying it in the meantime. Uh, so there were a couple of other points I did want to make that I, I think are very relevant. Uh, one, people will remember derivatives, uh, which is basically placing hedging bets on bets is, again, bogus scam. And that was really what led to the uh, crash of 2008. And I think that is very much at play here with this voodoo economic system about putting nature on the balance sheet. That's literally what the Biden administration said. They're going to put nature on the balance sheet. Uh, so I think people need to uh, pay attention to that. I also wanted to bring up uh, Regent Smart. I have not figured out yet how it is connected, but my spidey senses tell me that it is. Either way, I think it's really important for people to be aware of. So it is a... It is a, a surveillance sensor technology that is backed by BlackRock, and it is essentially a tri-state quasi-government. And they this has already gone into effect with uh, Mississippi, Tennessee, and Arkansas. And uh, they are they they've passed uh, bills in the Senate, so they are going to try and roll this out through the country to have these tri-state uh, smart sensor governments essentially mm -hmm. that will have eminent domain. And again, I don't know how that's tied to natural asset companies, but I assume it is because uh, I, I know all of these agendas are linked and it seems like the perfect way to then get your carbon offset, right? Which is mm -hmm. what the natural asset company is all about. Uh, they also, this is just a kind of interesting note. I, when I was doing the research on this, they hired a PR firm. It's called Confluence Partners. And when you look into it, they, they pretty much say, that they have to really poise the narrative for journalists because it's just so complicated. They won't understand it. Oh, and they have to really target all the NGOs to get their messaging right. Uh, I read, the, to me, reading between the lines, that what that meant was we have to create a lot of propaganda because, yep. uh, you know, essentially this makes no sense at all. And this is really just stripping human beings of all of their, not just their freedoms, but their right to live. Right. <laughs> I mean, they want to commodify the air we breathe. So... Oh, yeah. no, it's it, it's so it's so <laughs> sick. And of course, you know, this is all being done by the very same people who in the last four years have brought in 10 million illegal immigrants. So it's not like they don't care about overpopulation. They're not concerned no. about, you know, too many people on American land. The, everything no. they do contradicts everything else they do because they're deceiving you about everything. And there's an ulterior motive behind everything that they're doing. So again, AmericanStewards.us has this story, uh, natural asset companies, and the time frame to submit comments of this has been extended. You have until January 18th. And so you can write one today and you can find out how to do that at that website. And I know, Courtney, you've done so much research into this. And if people want to find out more, they can uh, go to your Rumble or your website, CourtneyTurner.com or x.com slash Courtney Turner or rumble.com slash Courtney Turner. And that's Courtney spelled with an A. So it's C-O-U-R-T-E-N-A-Y Turner, just uh, for our radio listeners so they know how to spell it, find you and learn more about this. We have about a minute uh, left. What, what's your, your final statement on uh, why it's so important to oppose these natural asset companies? 
<laughs> um, because, uh, you know, I, I think Margaret Byfield did put this really well. She said that, you know, either we own property or we become the property that is owned. Right. And uh, I do not want to be enslaved by the parasite class. So I think it is really important that we, you know, avert the metaphors for as long as possible and avoid avoid the whole transhuman, uh, post-human agenda. And they actually do have a post-human agenda, by the way. There are several books that have been written on this. It's called, uh, they call it the handbook to uh, guide to post-humanism. So this is a real thing that they really do believe they're going to have this, uh, you know, uh, AI God that controls, you know, through a hyborg mind that they program, they control all the cyborgs and eventually all of the, I guess, just robots. And uh, they will be the people living forever as cyborgs controlling everybody else who is a robot. Um, but really, just I want to urge people, go to the sec.gov, go to that site, submit your comment. Uh, hopefully we don't need to go to litigation, but that will be some recourse if we do. And really to just derail this plan for as long as possible. Because uh, as you know, we tried to point out something you said, it was a, an octopus with tentacles that are so incredibly long and uh, it really just seems to stretch everywhere. And if we can just derail one, then it puts a little kink in their plan. So well, I'm, they're, they're, they're meeting right now in Davos to plot our imprisonment, but there's more of us than there are of them. And we can break out anytime yeah. we choose. Thank you so much, Courtney Turner, for all the incredible work you're doing. And I hope everybody goes and files a complaint against this. Do your part. Follow Courtney Turner. We'll be right back, folks. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. InfoWars.com forward slash go. Please listen to me very carefully. If you don't have enough vitamin D3 in your body, which particularly happens in the winter months because sun and your skin produce vitamin D3 naturally, if you don't have enough vitamin D in your body, you will get viral infections and the viruses will replicate in your body. That's the number one cause of viral infection and viral replication and illness. Vitamin D3 is so incredibly important. We have the highest quality organic vitamin D3 back in stock, winter sun, for 40% off with free shipping and double Patriot points for the new year. So this 2024, do the right thing. Protect yourself, protect your family. Get winter sun at InfoWarsStore.com and then more importantly, take it. It's the highest quality. Winter Sun, 40% off, free shipping, double Patriot points, InfoWarsStore.com. But whatever you do, get vitamin D3 organic and take it. Vitamin D3 is beyond critical. Get yours at InfoWarsStore.com today.